It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. Now it's time for another NFL London podcast. Wade McElwain and Ryan Collier. Hello. Week 10 is done and dusted. Uh, what have we really learned after week 10? Uh, some big teams that we thought were going to win definitely could not win. Uh, ups and downs. Uh, there was a tie. It's just uh, a sea of misinformation is all it is. No one knows anything that's going on. It's like the it's like COVID misinformation. People are like, what is going on? Are they good? Are they bad? It's like vaccines. Are the bills good? Are they bad? Are the Chiefs good now? Yeah, we're not going to kill you. They're going to give you a heart attack. Up is down. Down is up. It's all a simulation. Uh, <laughs> nothing every, matters. Nothing matters. Go about your business. Uh, everyone in the NFC has a playoff shot except for the Detroit Lions. Um, yeah. So we know that's true. <laughs> Um, and the AFC is also... Detroit, Detroit's like a baseball team who's like out of it by May 1st. Like the Detroit Tigers? Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. They were good for a few years. They were good. But there's, there's just the point now where it's just... Now it's just get that first... Get that win. Players are probably already... Unless you're on the bubble, you're already starting to kind of look into... Well, what am I going to do in the offseason? Oh, I'm sure they've already started on that. i to get my uh, get a vacations kicker. booked, so... They were close to it. They almost had... Well, let's start with that let's, game. Let's, let's start that with game. that So game. Detroit... Pittsburgh. Might as well start with the worst game of football 16, I've seen in years. 16-16. It sounded like a Mormon marriage. Uh, <laughs> that's what... Hey, hey, the final into overtime. Um, but this one, uh, again, long snapper. Did not work. Um, look, the... the the Detroit Lions, they ran the ball in this one. They were very good at running. Their defense stood up. It was just bad. Mason Rudolph was bad. Everyone was bad. It was just like... Pittsburgh was like, here, Detroit, do you want to win? The, do you want to get your first win? Because yeah. we have this... Christmas gift wrapped in you. Yeah. They just kept giving it to him. And Jared Goff can't throw for like 100 yards. Like it's He's so regressed so much further. that He's like he was when he was a rookie. And to be fair, he has absolutely no weapons. No receivers. Or, yeah. He's got TJ Hawkinson, but a tight end is a complimentary piece. It's not your only weapon. You can take that away. Uh, they, they've done him dirty, but it's just basically, he's now playing, he's got a string of good games along, or he's just going into the world of backup football. Or, yeah, I don't even think the uh, CFL will take him at, at this point. It's gotten so bad. Like, Detroit should have won this game. It was painful to watch. It was one of those bets where it just felt like you had to take that eight and a half that they were given, because with the Steelers, with their backup running backs... Couldn't do anything either. I mean, some Rudolphs had nothing going on. It was it was ugly. And then they get T.J. Watt gets injured as well, so they lose him. Lots of injuries. Jared Goff gets hurt. Uh, the one thing I guess that was I guess the only saving grace about this game is it went so long that in between the games that we, that was the game you know game you got to see, which was nice. There was a game we finally got to see in overtime instead of just watching highlights. So it was nice. It was, to it, was that. it was bad. It was if you were watching football for the first time, you'd be like, "Why do you watch this?" Why? Yeah, it was just awful. It was like watching football. Um, let's get into a real big disappointment: Tom Brady and the Bucks dropping balls. Just cannot get it. So many mistakes in this game, and Washington football team allowing Heineke and themselves to put together. Uh, although it looks like the uh, Chase Young is probably out the rest of the season. Yeah, twenty nine to nineteen. Double-digit beating of the Bucks. It wasn't even that close. No. It felt like it was like 29 nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Brady couldn't do anything. Got a couple weird picks. But they just look sloppy. Coming off the bye, coming into Washington, who's just been beaten up in the air by tons of teams. Um, and, and everyone keeps saying, oh, it's like, oh, Brady doesn't have A.B. or Gronk. It's like, yeah, he still had Mike Evans oh, yeah. and Godwin. Like, <laughs> Who would, why does Tom Brady have to have 50 great pieces in? And that's the, everything's perfect. I can't win. There's enough he, wide receivers. He's good enough. Yeah. He had a bad game. 
they again they don't have any danger in the running game. Like Leonard Fournette's fine, but he's not he's not going to change the game. You're not worried about him. And it, Tom Brady was just inaccurate. He didn't have a good game. Again, it's, we've seen this all year. This was their fuck up game. Yeah, Washington seems to have their number in this one. And it almost seemed to me that the Bucks were almost over-prepared. You know, you have the bye week, you come in, and maybe everything was done in a simulation. Well, they probably and then you were put it to paper. Copy. They were probably like, yeah, it's the And then it's, the it's Washington, and, and Washington was able to run the ball. I didn't, you know, I didn't even really play a lot of my Gibson or guys like that because you didn't think they were actually well, that no, good because game. Tampa the was Bucks. one of the best running games. And then look at the beatdown they put on him, 29 to 19. Obviously, Tom Brady, who was angry after losing Lee into the bye, yeah, he's been so angry. Two straight losses. Two straight losses. And the, they have an easy, they have a pretty easy schedule going forward. So you got to stack these wins. Luckily, mm. everyone else at the top of the NFC is doing their best to just hand Tom Brady another Super Bowl with their. In Well, we'll get to that. That's the way he does it. Uh, a tight victory here is the Tennessee Titans squeezed by the New Orleans Saints, 23-21. to 21. Uh, New Orleans, Trevor Simeon being able to put this together. But, you know, Tennessee Titans. It's just another ugly game. Um, it's Yeah, Titans are just finding ways to win. Like, it just, they, they, everyone just keeps betting against them. They're just being like, this team has to eventually lose. They did. That was a miraculous cover, though. The two, yeah. It was a three-point, so two-point cover. So for the Saints to do that, but then you know, with you, Simeon and and Taysom Hill, they had no Camara. It's just like, of course, like I'm surprised they scored 20 points. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah, they, they shouldn't have. And again, we have another terrible refereeing decision of a of an interception call back on a roughing the passer, which was like ridiculous. Like, Tannehill basically, when he got hit, took like two steps back. He didn't go to the ground. It was pathetic. Like once again, the refs. Costing a potential, it was a huge play because it made it. It was six six, and it was going to go back to New Orleans and end up being they get the ball back at the one, and then touchdown thirteen six, and then they got another one. It was twenty three. It was it was it ridiculous. Was, it was bad refing that leads to those sort of cataclysm of events. Refs, they got to do something about this. It's, you wonder if the refs all get together beforehand and decide, okay, which game we're going to fuck up this week, guys? Like which one? Do you, okay, let's do the Saints ten. You know, I think we'll do a few bad calls here. Then we can ruin the game here, guys. Uh, I don't know what's happening there. And, and maybe there's some dirty money accusations. What the hell? Who knows? But whatever it is, bad refing. But the Tennessee Titans limp over with a victory, 23-21. to 21. Here was another limping, Ryan and his Atlanta Falcons. Oh, how uh, to, be bad, to be honest, when I went to place my bets, I bet on Dallas. I was uh, just like, I was like, what am I doing? It's like, Atlanta's not going to win. They were way worse than I even could have imagined. I told you, we're going to come clean. You were on the Falcons, well, man. You listen, got high on it. Just when they start playing good again, right? Matt Ryan, the last three weeks, is the top-rated quarterback. He's mm. diamond all over the place. Dallas coming off a bad win, a bad loss. But then again, maybe that's why I shouldn't have done it. But it was a great win by Dallas against uh, just, I don't know who Atlanta is, uh, just a bad Well, they were a team, team that got beat 43-3. Yeah, so again, it was just basically CeeDee Lamb dominated, Zeke's looking good. This is what, the, again, well, let's see the Cowboys string a couple of these again. If next week, whoever against they're the playing, gets the Chiefs. So let's see what that happens there. If they just get shellacked by the Chiefs, then you're like, is Dallas good? Yeah, well, well that's going to be a great game. That's going to be a telltale game to see what's actually... Who's real and who's well, not? Well, they did. The crazy thing is, Diggs has eight interceptions on the year, which is yeah. eight interceptions in ten games, which is unbelievable. If he was, yeah, he's on pace for the. He got to be on pace for the record. He uh, is. Most people don't. Getting ten is amazing. He's done it in, in ten games. So I'm sure they I'm will excited. Set, for I'm sure they will set the brother record for the duo record of receptions, touchdowns, and inter, uh, and interceptions. Five brothers. Five brothers. Absolutely. Probably Absolutely. in a year. 
fact check that, but I'm going to be shocked. If I'm going on a limb and say, I think they're probably in the lead on this one. I can't imagine too many other people have it. Uh, speaking of lead and blowing things, Baker Mayfield Ugh. got blown all over the field as Mac Jones and company splooged at home all over the Browns. Browns could do no good. Patriots finally lighting up Mac Jones. Patriots are really showing themselves now as playoff contenders. Can they disrupt? They're a solid team. That's the one American thing. Team. There's, there's a lot of people who are not solid. They're not consistent. Consistent is the one thing. They've grinded their way up. And here they are, the Patriots. Yes, they are, listen, they're looking good. They're looking scary. I don't know if you know this, but Mac Jones is officially better than Tom Brady at his age. According to wow. everyone. That's wow. He's already in the Hall of Fame. Give, give him give the him, seven rings now. Give him the rings. Listen, he looks good. Uh, I am, as a Bills fan, worried. Of course I'm worried. But I'm also... The thing is, Patriots have not... Again, they played this team, Cleaver with no chub. With a bigger Mayfield with one arm that just traded away their only good receiver. It's like, yeah, this is not a good Cleveland team anymore. I'd be shocked if they made the playoffs. Baker Mayfield looks completely out of his element down there. Uh, and he's only hurting his team, it feels like, by playing. He can't play right now. His arm looks shot. And and he's just making it worse. And they have no running game with no chub. It's it's just bad. And I think his his ego, his arrogance, and that's something that Baker has the most of, more than talent, yeah. is what's going to end up costing this team because he's never going to take himself out and they're going to keep getting, getting stopped. And you wonder if... The team is sitting there being like, you got to get this fucking guy out of here. He's killing us. Uh, but it was a bad bad loss by the by the Browns. And Patriots coming on strong. So I'm excited. They played Buffalo two out of three weeks in a couple weeks. Yeah, so big games. we're going we're gonna to see who's for real. Because right now, the, everyone's already like, Belichick's back. Yeah. You know, they haven't beaten... They've beaten some twice. crappy teams, too. They've beaten some crappy twice. teams. So yeah. let's... Let's let's pump the brakes and let's see what happens when Buffalo because I don't know what's happened, but yeah, I'm not ready to anoint them as the AFC frontrunners. Yeah, I mean that's a different thing about the Patriots is they really haven't faced one. Mac Jones, everyone's like, oh, he's doing so well, he's doing so well. He hasn't been rocked yet. No one's really rocked him. He hasn't faced like an Aaron Donald. He hasn't faced like a relentless defense that has. Well, this was supposed to be the one. It was supposed to be, but he hasn't. And other quarterbacks like Zach Wilson, poor Zach Wilson, poor Trevor Lawrence. Their first few weeks, they got welcome to that in the NFL. He hasn't had that yet. And I think he'll get shocked after that. I think he'll, well, yeah, the I thing, think he'll turtle the a bit. The thing with Mac Jones, listen, he looked great. He had some great passes. Um, he, he's accurate. He's smart. He's not super athletic. So it's it's also the thing is once teams get more game film on him, once mm-hmm. once, once he actually yeah goes against a team who really knows how to take down those short passes, and going to force him to hold on to the ball because he can't get out mm-hmm. of the pocket. So that's what's good. It's going to happen. It's You can't just avoid all the good defenses. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting he race, but... Patriots D looks great. Matthew Judon looks like one of the best signings in the league. Uh, and, yeah, I'm impressed by the Patriots. I, I'll give them, I'll tip a little hat to them, even though they're in my division. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm excited for this game. It's going to make it even more exciting. They haven't been rocked yet. And as far as the Browns go, Baker Mayfield, as you I say. Think, he, it feels like they've done. He, he just, like, as you say, he's like that in the movie. The guy's like, oh, you keep doing it. I'm fine, coach. Put me back in. It's like, no, you're broken. You're broke. And, and you got two broken legs. And, oh, I can do it, coach. And then they have, Sit the fuck and down, And then the infuriating thing is after you watch him throw a pick or pick his body yeah. off the ground, he goes to commercial and you yeah. got to watch him in a progressive commercial. Yeah. And he's exactly. just like, oh, God, I can't get You can't even act. I need insurance for this fucking you can't guy. Even, yeah, he, he wouldn't be able to get yeah. insurance. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with him. He, I think if the Browns don't make the playoffs... Him in the offseason, what the Browns do is going to be the most interesting story mm-hmm. in the whole NFL. Because I think, like, there's talk, like, if Cleveland had someone like Derek Carr, 
with that offense. Like, they yeah. be really good competitive team. Like, yeah, it's going to be fascinating. If he, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, which is horrific, he's lost himself millions already yeah. on playing this. And he's losing himself millions more by keeping playing injured. So um, if I'm Cleveland, I'm, I'm worried. Yeah, no, I just don't even want to think of them. I was actually I was reading a fun fact today that your your nipple and your butthole are the same size, and for some <laughs> reason, I just thought of the Cleveland Browns, and I was like, nipple and a butthole all in one. I don't know what it is. I thought of the Browns. Maybe it's their logo too. It looks a bit like a weird nipple. Speaking of weird nipples, Buffalo Bills romping off dump all over the New York Jets. Uh, the New York Jets got 17 points, but Buffalo well, Mike Bills White, apparently the, the Mike White experience is officially already over. We don't know. We no, don't no, know. it is over. It is over. Well, that's so because we well, Joe it. Flacco's starting, but yeah, Listen, we don't. We, we don't. We'll we haven't talk, heard the last we'll of Mike White. We'll talk about that in the next podcast. Going mm. to Joe Flacco is you might as well if you're Super Bowl a, champ if, Joe if you're Flacco. A jet, Ticket holder, it's, and you're going to if, you, if the game's in New York, and you'd just be like, "No, I'm not going to that game." How, unvaccinated yeah. Joe Flacco, of course he's unvaccinated. Of all people, if I could have bet yeah. on who would be unvaccinated, yeah. I would have at the, the beginning Flacco. put all my money on, on COVID. The, doesn't touch the Flacco. Put all okay. my money on him. He puts his Super Bowl ring on, holds it in the sky like Hercules, and, and Rogers, he Rogers it away. Probably would have been the other one. They too. touch their rings together. Listen, this is just um, again, Bills D. They beat up the bad teams. This, the argument against the Bills is they haven't played anyone really well. But I think that's an argument with a lot of teams because yeah. there's a lot of bad football teams. A lot more than I think we saw or we thought. But after, this is again, right? This is kind of similar to Dallas, right? After that really bad loss, you come out and you just lay a beat down. Josh Allen looked amazing out there. He was, average pass was 13 yards, which is insane. Uh, for a quarterback playing like that. So he was just throwing it down the field all over the place. They still can't really run, but it was better. They brought in Matt Breida, which really made a difference. Haven't heard that name in ages. Yeah, Matt Breida, and he looked good. Two it's like a fine cheese, he had, he had two t- the Breida. He had, he had two touchdowns. So it looks like he brings a little bit of speed, a little bit that they don't have with Singletary and Moss. Um, but Mike White just looked awful. And I don't think you should give up on a guy like that. Especially after a bad game, that's a real to go to Joe Flacco. Come on, like yeah, he was bad, but he was going against literally the number one pass defense in the league, and they just came at him. They just made his life hell, and he looked like an undrafted rookie. So, Jets, yeah. just you got a bad team. This is another this year's done. Again, you're on to the draft, but can you really trust this GM? You've got to get rid of. It. But then, if you get rid of the GM, are they going to keep Robert Salab? It's just. It's not good. Get rid of the owner. It's not good. I think the hard thing for it Mike is White... ownership. Yeah. It is ownership. It's a top thing down. I think Dude, we can he's see not it. getting rid of it. Oh, no. Uh, the good thing, I think the compliment, the biggest compliment for Mike White in this is that someone actually went to the time to get make tape on him. And I think that's yeah. a compliment. Someone had tape on Mike White. Hey, he's still... <laughs> he's like, you know, when you have... I said, we'll always have Paris. Yeah. He's like, he'll always have that week, that game, his first game. Yeah. One of the best first games of all time. Yeah. So. Can you imagine if he actually called the Bills... You know that tape you got of me? Do you think I could uh, get a copy it, of that? Yeah, I just, I just want is, it for my reel. He is the Al Bundy of yeah. NFL. Hulk high. high. Four touchdowns, one game. Exactly. That's what my point is. Speaking of getting high, uh, Cleveland, uh, sorry, the Colts and the Jaguars, 23-17 in this one. Jaguars actually kept this close. The Jaguars, if you look in terms of yards, if it wasn't Trevor Lawrence, there was a few screw-ups, a few drop balls. But the Colts get a, 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 a irk out a win here, but it wasn't a convincing one. 23-17. No, it's been a... It's a very Carson Wentz-ish win. Like, it feels like all of Wentz games, he's trying to throw it away. Doing left-handed passes. He's all over the way. I just... I don't try... He's got a big, tough game against Buffalo this week against that D. But as long as they just basically... were like, we're going to give it to Jonathan Taylor. We're going to let him beat you. 
you know, Michael Pittman's been really good. He, again, he's, he's strong. He had a bunch of catches. Not his best game, but they're, they're just a solid offensive line that can get Jonathan Taylor. But I just don't think Carson Wentz is going to – he had a couple of good games coming in, but against the Jags, D, you expect better just like Buffalo did. But the Jags did the best they could with what they had, I guess. I guess 17's a good week. I mean, I think a lot of other know. teams will be jealous because you have so many tools in that team. you got a great running back. you got a great offensive line, a pretty good defense. And you have Carson Wentz, who, you know, benefits from having all of those things to support him. You know, Jared Goff might look good under that. Who knows? But Wentz is able to get it together. But, ah, in terms of longevity of a playoff push, I can't see the Colts really having that sort of oomph to make it over the line. Whereas the Jaguars now, to me, are just sort of getting to that point where they're just, they're just could be dicks. They could really mess up some games. They're actually starting to find a bit of feist. Urban Meyer uh, sort of is that, you know, the roofies in the drink, and we're just going to find out what girls are sleeping at the end of the night. And that's sort of Urban's way, it looks like. Oh, Urban. I can't believe I went there. Speaking of going there, Minnesota Vikings beat up on the L.A. Chargers. The Vikings are back. What is going on with the Chargers? Do you think he has a drink at his bar called the Virgin Meyer? <laughs> Virgin Hello, Meyer. Virgin Meyer, please. Yeah, I don't think there's a Virgin uh, Meyer. Yeah, yeah, this game, uh, the Chargers, 20, 27-20 loss to the Vikings. What is that? I don't know what's going on with the Chargers. Their offense I don't think a lot of feels, people, yeah. feels lost. Like, I just traded away in fantasy. Uh, Mike Allen. Keenan uh, Allen. Because he's been, he's just, again, Keenan's been fine. He gets his targets, but he, he's gets you, like, he's gotten two touchdowns and he's gotten 10 points, like, three times. It's just, he gets you nine points every week. There's just, and Mike Williams is now missing. It just, it feels like something's off with this offense. It just can't seem to get together. Um, again, Minnesota does this Jekyll and Hyde thing as well. Like, mm-hmm. their offense disappears and now they come out and put up 27 against a pretty decent Chargers defense. But again, it's, this, I don't know what them to do with the Chargers anymore. Like Herbert feels like the last couple of games has been hasn't been good. Yeah, hasn't been good. This Chargers team need to win these types of games, especially the AFC West is becoming wide open. You're opening the door for the Chiefs, who had a convincing win now to just make a run because they played all their tough games. So Chargers got to start stop charging like they used to. Well, to me, it's the Minnesota's what they're spoilers and they're messing up games. Yeah. And, they, and here's the thing I like about that is they got to face the Packers twice coming up. Yeah. And so I'm I'm liking this because they can cause a lot of damage. And if any team could really frig up with the Packers, it's them. And they're a team that if they make the playoffs, you're like, ah, don't really want to play Minnesota no. because they can win any game. Yeah. That's the thing with them. But they're also really bad a lot of times. Yeah. And it's uh, depending on what's going to happen with Dalvin Cook later in the season. But again, they're still in Madison. Mm-hmm. But Chargers have got to pick it up. Something's wrong with that offense. Mike Williams has got to get healthy. Can't you, if he's sit him for a couple of weeks? But Keenan Allen's just lost his explosiveness, and you know losing Hunter Henry, they just and they just don't have the weapons. It feels even without a healthy Mike Williams, they they're not the same team. It does seem like the Chargers have lost that spark, that oomph, and it, it, you wonder what it is that's going to get them. Every going. team's gone through this now. They have. So it's every of, team feels that they've gone through this like, oh, we've been shit for a couple of weeks. Now you got to turn around. You got to get back and have that. Four get to midseason crisis over. I did pick Minnesota Vikings to win. Whereas you picked the Chargers yeah. last week. Another one you picked. You thought the Arizona Cardinals were going to win. I picked the Panthers to win, and boy, did I pick right in this one. Holy Cam Newton, Superman is back. He's got two touchdowns. He's back. Big touchdowns from a total of about six yards for both of them. Um, but two touchdowns, and it looks like he will be the starter. He's full of excitement, but he's full of accuracy. Yeah, until he's chucking balls at his receiver's feet. Yeah. Uh, Cam, it's a fun story. You know what? I'll be excited to watch it. It gives him, listen, compared to Darnold, I, yeah, I don't know what happened there. The Cardinals, they, last week with 
with Colt McCoy, have a huge win. Uh, and then this week, play like they should have played the week before, which you thought they were going to, and now put up a sticker. There, again, without Murray, without Hopkins, losing J.J. Watt, this is a problem. And this is, I guess, one of the worries you're always going to have with Murray is a guy that small, that little injuries are just going to keep hitting him, especially the way he runs. And they need him healthy. They need him dynamic because he can't just be a sit-in-a-pocket passer. Yeah. So hopefully this week they hit back. But when you don't have your quarterback, you don't have any of your weapons, you don't expect to win. So it was fun to watch Cam do his thing. Well, the Cardinals, fun. you would have expected. I mean, yeah, it was It was good and, to see Cam. He was very excited. He was very happy. And it was nice to see. It was like when a, when a make-a-wish kid gets their wish. <laughs> but you also know long-term it's probably not going to work out great. You know? And that's yeah. sort of the feeling when you see Cam. It's like, ugh. Like, I don't, I don't know if you're going to make the season, buddy. And and the Cardinals were able to get things done before with no tools but unfortunately, against this, pair, this Panthers D, which is really coming together. Well, the Panthers are going to be a bit tougher now. They are so tough. They're be... very much the, they're very much like the Vikings in yeah. a way that they can really cause problems. You don't know again how far they'll go, but they've got enough because I think people there was not enough to focus on on McCaffrey before, and everyone was like, "Ah, oh, yeah. McCaffrey doing." That? I think He's we back. need to get stop, don't get too excited about Cam. Everyone, like, yeah. All the shows, it's going to be like Cam's back, oh, yeah. baby, and then he's going to throw for like eighty nine yards and two picks. Yeah. So let's all pump the brake. I don't know who they're playing next week. We'll we'll talk about that ne- next podcast. Well, we'll get into but that. But yeah, I think his pick six is I am, more I am yards not, and completions. I am not playing Cam in fantasy or daily. I'm oh no! That. But if if you are playing a league, uh, pick him up. Pick him up. Pick up Cam Newton. He is the best. And if you're well, a fan, you catch a couple of rushing touchdowns. Well, I just figured for fans of this podcast that are listening, you just play this for your friend. Well, yes, pick up Cam Newton. He is great for your fantasy. And then you just play that and go, see, these guys said it. Yeah, and then you're like, ah, and you screw in your league. Uh, speaking of screwing your league, Philadelphia Eagles, another team I picked. I said Jalen was going to hurt all over, and Ryan was not. He was Teddy <laughs> I don't B. Think every game, you're just like, we haven't talked about any other game, but every now every game. Because the, the second, I got it right, you got it wrong. Well, because these are the ones we called last Let's week. Let's just talk about the game. We don't need to know who got it right or wrong. Because you've never once said, here's one where Ryan got right, and I, I got I right. walked with the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Uh, um, look, 30, anyway. 30 to 13. This was a big one. Uh, you know, Philadelphia's defense comes up here, but it was a running attack that they're able to really use. They're able to spread the ball around, allowing Jalen Hurts to really see the field and get it off to these guys. How exciting for these! It's nice to watch this game. Yeah, it's, it's Philly to me. It's they're still they worry me, even though yeah, it's a big win. They beat Denver again. Who Teddy Bridgewater was awful uh, in that game. It just again, this is again like we thought. This is how they would play against uh, Dallas last week, and then they come in. So we're just seeing all these teams that have huge wins. Then come back with a disappointing loss. Mm-hmm. Disappointing loss. Pendulum. Come back with a huge win. So, but Philly's been, you know, they. I think they could battle for a last playoff spot. You know, I don't think they're going to have any chance at the division. But you know, Jalen Hurts makes it fun. He can do what he has to do, and they have at least the running game now. With the offensive line is working really well, that they can just go old school, ground and pound, and hopefully Jalen Hurts doesn't turn it over and get you a couple touchdowns. So yeah, it's nice he's getting. A They're bit kind more, of fun to watch. He's getting a bit more protection now, and I think in the earlier games it looked like he wasn't comfortable with the way the line was moving and getting into his rhythm. You can find he was missing a lot. It seems like now they were getting a bit more, and also having that double-headed option of having those, you know, uh, uh, having Scott. And also having Howard being able to get those guys going. It was good. But, you know, the Broncos, again, it seems like you had that big win and you're almost exhausted. You you, you have that emotional one over the Cowboys and come down from it. Speaking of coming down, ugh, yeah. this game was, this wasn't that good. Uh, look, they won 17-0, Packers of the Seahawks. <clears throat> I didn't feel that this was an inspiring win. I felt that Russell and the Seahawks screwed themselves in a way. Almost like, you know. It was almost, an awful game. It was yeah, bad. It was you know, DK, game. I think the whole once DK... 
all that crap. You're just like, this is... It's trying to sneak back on. To yeah. The yeah, it's a bad game, right? Listen, Green Bay, you think uh, that Seattle defense that hasn't been great. You should be able to put up more. Again, yeah. Rodgers is coming off um, COVID and not even being able to really game plan or practice. So you got to give them a bit of a break. But I think uh, Aaron Jones might be... Aaron, Aaron Jones is out, yeah. So which is a big loss for them. Um, and Rodgers is hurt too now. Yeah, so... Again, but I think the real story is how bad Russ looked. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, this guy was supposed to come back, throwing it around, it was supposed to be the big shootout. The first time I think he's ever been shut out as a a Seahawk. So it it was just bad, and it makes me worried about him going forward. Because zero points with Lockett and DK Metcalf and and Russ, it just didn't make any sense. Especially he's always played well against Green Bay. It just shows you Green Bay's defense is not getting the credit it deserves. They're really good. The playing team's really strong, and the Pack now just keep they just keep covering. They cover the spread. They beat teams. They're playing. They're the most consistent team in the league, I'd say. Yeah, they're like Bondo. They find a way to fill. You know, they yeah. just they fill it. They get over it, and it's just sort of they keep the junkies sort of going together. Uh, yeah, it's just in terms of the Seahawks, man. If Russ is cooking, then everyone's getting salmonella because that was just bad. It was just it was just bad. Yeah, and and then he, he's like, oh, I'm a Superman. I've rushed back. I, you know, I rehab twice quicker than anyone, dude. You didn't. You didn't. It, you obviously need to relax a bit more. Yeah. And, and this Seahawks team limp, but you know this Packers team. You're getting a feeling, and looking forward again to these Vikings games coming up, you get a feeling that the Packers are in for a bit of a whopping. They they they're going to take one on the chin, and the Seahawks. I don't know if they can move on forward. Oof. A team that was exhausted and a team that really needed to win met together on Monday night or the Sunday night game. Sorry. As the uh, Kansas City Chiefs visited the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders obviously hurting all over the place. uh, From rugs to hugs. uh, And Kansas City Chiefs came in and laid a beating. A 41-14 beating on this one. Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns. Lighting it up. Everyone is saying the Chiefs are back. Are they back, Ryan? Can we get the Chiefs back? Ah, maybe. Maybe. Um, Travis Kelsey looks much, much better. He actually looks fat. That dominate. You know, it's really just all about Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. When Tyreek Hill and Kelsey play well, they win. They both played excellent. They lost. Again, you play in a Raiders team, which, yes, they were 5-2 five and, five and two at one point. But, again, this was the thing with the Raiders. No one expected their coach <laughs> and their player would kill someone. This, this, again, this is just it's, – it's too hard, especially to get up – with, against a Chiefs team that needed this win. They needed to kind of put a stamp on. I need to see Mahomes do it two weeks in a row um, to be saying that they're back. But he five touchdowns. They look great. The Raiders just look... They, it's, it's sad, man. My brother's a Raiders fan, so I feel yeah. for him because it's just been a bad year, you know, and now you don't know what's going to happen. You've got to kind of start over. So it's going to be kind of a rebuild, and you're just like, ugh. So um, it's, it's just Chiefs... Did what they had to do. They played like the old Chiefs, but I need to see it once before, more than once before I'm like Chiefs are back. Yeah, you got, you feel bad for the Raiders because there's so much that's happening, and and all these things have happened to the team. And I think also that exhaustion of, of Gruden with that lawsuit, you know, sort of adding. You're just sort of like, oh, just so much, and you sort of add to it. The Chiefs, I don't know. I, I can't see a consistency here. You, 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 beat, you put a beating down, you, you strung one together, but you got the Cowboys next. Yeah, so, that's right. Let's see that. So we have so. to be able to see if they're able to manipulate this matchup because there's still defensive issues. You know, we can't ignore the beatings that they took earlier this year. Those, those weren't a dream. That was real. So, yeah, you got a good one over the Chiefs. It's good to feel good. Um, feeling good uh, was not the Rams. So what the hell is going on there, Matt Stafford? Are you injured? 
what's happening with this team. They got all the tools together, but it doesn't seem like they've put them the, the machine together right. Now it's, it's something... there's a piece missing. It's like that IKEA. You found an extra piece. Forty nine. Well, maybe too many extra pieces. Forty nine. Well, it's just also like there was that great video of Kittle just bowling over Von Miller. Yeah. Uh, which so again, you trade for this guy. Yeah. And I think it was just everyone's like, is this a super team? But. Like we said, we don't know how good Odell is. Yeah. And, and he was only coming off a couple of days' practice. But I think losing Robert Woods really showed because Robert Woods knows this offense. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of end around. He does. He's such a good third down blanket for him. I, but yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think something's wrong with Stafford. Stafford's been always kind of banged up his whole yeah. career because Detroit got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, but he seems so, healthy. But something like he was throwing it around, but just something doesn't seem right. Uh, give it up to the Niners. They're just like, we're just going to run it on everyone. Yeah. We're not going to worry about passing. Yeah. Right. He, he is a running game genius. I don't yeah. think anyone expected that. The funny, ironic, yeah, because all he did was run it in the freaking uh, Super Bowl, which cost yeah. him, uh, except in real important situations. But uh, they look good. Uh, but to me, this is more Rams looking awful. Two weeks in a row yeah. at home where everyone's like, this, they're loading up for a Super Bowl run. Uh, I'm a bit worried if I'm a Rams fan. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's a bit early to get worried week 10, but it does it does seem worrying sign when the, when the, Ram, or the 49ers are just able to just say, run it all over them, and it was relentless running, and that Rams defense couldn't do anything. But it was also the inability of Matt Stafford to have that comeback, to be able to throw it, you know, like a Brady where you can get seven, or even Brady couldn't do it this week, where you can go back and pound back for seven. They couldn't even do that. You know, 10 points, were, it was really anemic. It was sad to see. Rams will have to get it together. Uh, speaking of getting together, that's it for this podcast. Uh, this weekend, we've got the Sports Bar and Grill, Old Street, and Clapham. Make a reservation. We've got it on our website. You can find it there. Uh, join us in our Draft Kings League. And also, there's Thanksgiving next week, a week from now, everyone. Thursday games, Bears and Lions and Raiders and Cowboys, Sports Bar and Grill, Clapham, Sports Bar and Grill, Old Street. Again, book ahead. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe and enjoy Week 11 when Ryan and I will do our preview podcast.